guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. This week, I got to chop it up with Brown University's forward, Maya Murray. We have the NBA playoffs, and of course, I have to talk about the WNBA. But let's take a short break. Just a small town girl from Pennsylvania, in high school, she scored 1,363 points, 1,028 rebounds. She earned Adidas All-American and is a National Honor Society student. Introducing Maya Murray. Good evening, Maya. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Finally got you on. So tell me what it was like growing up in Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm from like a small town near Pittsburgh. Okay. And so it was from a small high school and in high school we play like these big um, Pittsburgh teams Mm -hmm. and that really like exposed me to like AAU and like all the and traveling so. Okay so when you hear the word basketball what comes to your mind? Uh, my mom. Okay. Yeah. And she, was she? Uh, sorry. Uh, she like really made sure basketball was in my life. Yeah. So <laughs> she, would you say that she is your role model or someone that you look up to when it comes to basketball? Yeah. She's always been there every year, every game she goes to. She really is my role model. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so speaking of, since we're on that topic, is your mom one of those fans that are quiet or is she a mom like how my mom is where she's crazy? Yeah, if she's quiet, then that's when you need to be scared. (laughs) Well, I need to be scared. (laughs) She's not liking something you're doing on the court. (laughs) So when did you first pick up a basketball? Um, I actually have like a picture. I was just learning to walk and I was holding like a basketball. So been in my life. (laughs) Always been in my life. So as a kid, who would you say you looked up to as a player? Um I really always got compared to um Brittany Griner. Oh nice. Free BG, bring her home. Yes, yes. But I don't know, like my dad really he, we okay. would like go to the YMCA and he can't run up down the court but he can <laughs> shoot it's crazy but yeah but now it's like I don't know I like to compare myself to like Kevin Durant in my Ooh, playstyle okay like that okay so were you happy with his performance this past playoffs um I don't know <laughs> I mean, it was, I, I wasn't just say that, not at all. <laughs> so I read that you played volleyball and you did track and field. So playing those two other sports, what would, how has that helped your basketball career? Yeah, I actually did use those to like stay in shape, not during basketball season. Like I really enjoyed them, but basketball was always my sport, like volleyball, jumping and then track for conditioning. So is that you, how you be blocking everything because of volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> so I read and also read that in high school, your senior year, that you finished the year with 529 points. You led the WPIAL league, well, I guess not league, but um, conference in yeah. scoring. 
how did that make you feel? And what was your motivation going into your senior year? My motivation was really like scoring a thousand points. My first two years, I didn't really score that much. And then so like my senior year, I really had to like put my foot on the gas and like score. And I was really lucky like with my high school coach, like she really believed in me and she really like knew. But like I was a point guard. I was a six foot two point guard. Wow. Playing with like I was the only senior. I was playing with like sophomores. So it's like I really was the only way to like score. Which like <laughs> sounds conceited, but it's really not. It's just hey, how it was. Getting buckets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coaches and how much your coach motivated you, how much does having a good coach play a role in your basketball career? Yeah, coaches can either like make it or like break it for the sport, make you like love the sport or can make you hate it. And I'm lucky enough to always have like good coaches. I've had like some like questionable ones like in rec leagues and stuff, but I always knew like the ones that I did have they were the best. Okay. I, I mean, I never played the sport, so I never had that. I don't understand the whole coach thing, but I know I did an interview and she told me that her coach was um, one of the reasons why she stopped playing. So I decided that I would ask each player, what is the importance of a coach to you? Like when you're having a bad game, do you look for your coach or do you look to your players or do you look to variety from all of them? Yeah, I'm, I mostly look to my coaches to, like, really, like, just, like, ground me. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't like to be, like, I just like it straight up. So if I'm, like, playing bad or, like, not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, like, I want to be told, like, directly and not, like, sugarcoated. Mm -hmm. And, but, like, when I'm, ha when I am struggling, like, my coaches still have that, like, love for me to, like, not be too harsh to me. Okay, that's good. That's good. Get in your butt, but still love you. Yeah. <laughs> so COVID came around. Everyone hated it. A lot of people either got through it, gave up on certain things, started a new career. But for you, how did you stay wanting to play basketball, stay in shape, continue with the sport? Yeah, so COVID hit. It was my senior year. And then um, I moved in, actually, in this, I did like a summer semester here. Okay. And that's when I met the coaches and we did like workouts. So that really like kept me motivated for like this year. And okay. I think it like prepared me more than just like staying at home and like working on my own. But I really like being on campus with the coaches. Okay. And speaking of being at Brown University, um, it's an Ivy League school. You know, I'm pretty sure it's tough to get into um what made you choose brown and how was your recruitment process was it easy was it hard um yeah so once i joined aau that's when i really started getting recognized okay um i was like talking to duquesne and was like verbally committed for a year but my mom always told like the coach that we wanted to like go to Ivy League like school is more important than like basketball and so when Ivy started talking to me he didn't like that so he dropped my commitment 
and then but I'm lucky to have Brown and I was talking to a few other Ivies too but Brown was my best fit so schools could do that they can drop you if they wanted to yeah because wow. nothing it was nothing in writing it was just like okay verbally. so just verbally oh if it's in writing they can't do that I think I have <laughs> no idea <laughs> no idea <laughs> 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 We're going to jump back a little bit. Speaking about AAU, um, what would you say has been the biggest difference from when you played to when you played, like, to now, like, kids being in AAU? Oh, my. I, like, look back, and I'm just like, how did I play, like, three games a day over, like, a three-day span? Like, and then now I, like, do a two-hour practice, and my knees are hurting. And, but... <laughs> I think it's just like different competition, like way more like structured here, way more like in college basketball, like way more um, like fundamental. Okay. So. And you go to Ivy League school, are your coaches big on being a student before an athlete as well? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know how, okay. but, but, and you, you study biology, right? Yes. Ooh, girl, girl. <laughs> You got yeah. the skills on a basketball one, right? <laughs> science. That was not my forte. That was not for me. I almost passed out when I had to dissect something. So I knew that was not for me. But what do you want to do with that? Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to be a cardiologist for most of my life, actually. But now that I'm in college, I don't think I can do like eight more years of schooling. So Girl, I listen, you can do anything. I graduated college nine years ago wait oh, no in 2010 I graduated and got my bachelor's I just graduated and got my master's so you can do it girl if you really want to be a cardiologist you can do it yeah <laughs> I definitely do want to like be a trauma at least like a trauma doctor something in the ER more power to you again <laughs> so getting back to the basketball how do you get ready for a game I have like this weird tradition since high school that I would eat a pickle and like a <laughs> shot of lemon juice for I used to get really bad calf cramps and that would always help me so it just it's just like muscle memory at this point like I need to like a superstition per se so you like, have a pickle and drink lemon juice mm -hmm. nice okay so do you don't listen to music oh yeah um, yeah okay what type of music do you listen to any music really like really hype music it doesn't matter which genre it just I have to get like hype you gotta get hype so when you hit the court what is the first thing are you nervous are you excited like what are your emotions when you first hit the court I'm excited like warm-ups ending like they call it your name like and then I'm about to do jump ball and it's just straight nerves <laughs> <laughs> no the segment's gone Mm -mm. Just... okay so once you get that ball in your hand is the nerves gone mm -hmm. yeah the nerves are over at that point yeah, yeah that's it's, usually if it's it like is. a close game then oh hi <laughs> so on november 23rd you had scored 21 points you had five blocks and i believe that was against hofford would you say that was one of your best games that you've had being a bear and what can you take from that game? Also, what you worked on in the offseason and get ready for this upcoming season? Yeah, that game, like, really boosted my confidence. I was, like, an offensive player. 
um, just being able to like score over 20 points in the college basketball, I like guess, to me, that's really good. And so it really helped me like establish like who I am as a player here. Okay. Um, so in the off season, I've been working on like my three point shot, um, a lot of defense. I got into foul trouble quite a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been trying to like work on that. So I don't foul out anymore. Um, yeah, just mostly like shooting. I'm not really like the best shooter. So I I'm really like want dad. to get better. Yeah. I'm trying to be like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you had to describe your game in one word, what would it be? One word. Um, physical. Ooh. Why you say physical? Because I like, I really like blocking shots. but that gets me in trouble quite a lot we just gotta work on getting you all ball that's it (laughs) (laughs) so as a player with your team what would you say are some of your goals for the next upcoming season um i want to be in the top four make ivy madness Ooh, yeah and um because we were close like when we lost to like harvard yale like those were close games like we're right there with them and it just sucks that our record like doesn't show that but yeah top four make ivy madness and then win win ivy win the conference championship I know that's right. You're going to do it. You got some shooters. You got some defense over there, girl. I was at one game, and I believe it was against Hofford, but, like, the second time you had played, and, like, this, like, it's nice out, kind of. So it wasn't, definitely wasn't in the winter. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I definitely want to continue to see you play. Um, what would you say your goals are for the next five years? Um. I want to win, but personally, I would like to become like more confident on offense. I feel like I lean towards my guards for scoring when I'm more than capable of scoring. So I would like to really like work on that. Well, a lot of people say you mimic Durant, so. (laughs) (laughs) And you got a nice jumper, so. Okay, so the playoffs are playing. I hope, are are you tuning in? A bit. It's been really hard with finals. Oh, yeah, you are. Get them done, girl. (laughs) My last one's tomorrow, so after that. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. I'll be at the game tomorrow. Um, Women's basketball. Who would you say that you love to watch from any woman athlete that's playing currently? I think currently, um, I would have to say, I forget her name. I think she was on Iowa. Kate, Caitlin Clark. Yes, and we were watching one game, and she just shot from the volleyball line, and it <laughs> went in. It's like, like I want to be like you, like. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I guess you got it. 
Better get in that gym, girl. Start shooting up them shots. I, I need to. Wait, school first. I'll finish your final. Yes. Good luck. And I appreciate you coming on Sports Talk with C. And I'll see you at some games for sure. But have a killer season. Kill it. And remember, you'll be just like your dad shooting. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And you have a good night, okay? Yes. We are here, the NBA Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Curry and the Warriors are on their way to the finals again. They are leading the series 2-0. Last game, the way the Warriors, I mean, the way Dallas came out, I believe they were up by like 26. I really didn't get to watch the game. I really, really, really thought they had a chance. Um, But you live in, you die by that three. The game goes back to Dallas for game three. I'm going to need the role players to step up. They usually do when playing at home. Finney Smith, I need you to knock down your shots. Let's see if Kleber will have a hot game. And guys, if the three ball is not falling, get some easy back, back buckets. Excuse me. Get some buckets in transition. Get to the foul lane. I don't know. But stop shooting them threes, especially when they're not falling. Because in game one, you had like 40 in. And I don't even think any of them went in. Let's jump to the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami is up 2-1. Game three, we knew that the Heat was going to come out fast, more energy, playing defense. Clicking, you should say. Bam was balling. I haven't seen a game like this from Bam in a while. He finished with 31 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. Jimmy did not come out in the second half, and I really, really thought that Miami Heat was going to be in trouble, especially the way that Brown was playing. He ended the game with 40, the way Al Horford was playing. He ended the game with, I believe, 20 Marcus Smart got hurt, came back in. You know, his defense is always going to be stellar. Always, he's always on one. Grant came with some timely buckets. Every single time I felt like Miami went on a little run, here comes Grant with a three, with offensive foul. Just he had his hand, his body on every possession. We all know that game four, JT is going to come out on one. He's going to be in that mode where I say he's cold, where everything is falling. He's driving to the basket, his jumper, his three-point shot, creating space, attacking, everything. I know he's going to do it in game four because in game three, I believe he had 10 points, eight rebounds. I'm not sure, but I need in that game four for the sixth man of the year, to have a six-man of the year game. Hero, you average 20.5 points in the regular season. Here in the playoffs, you're only averaging 13.5. I'm going to need you to dig deep down inside. Figure out what energy you got going on in there. The same energy you figured out in the beginning of the season when you felt like you were slept on. Bring it to the playoffs. Bring it to the finals. Like, this is the Eastern Conference finals. I need to see him 
have a game. Everyone knows I want Miami to win this series between them and the Celtics. I would love, love for Dallas, you know, well, for Luka to have a chance to compete for a championship. But I got to bring it back to reality. And I know that the Warriors are just a juggernaut, as everyone would say. Curry, cool, pool, excuse me, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Porter, Otto Porter, excuse me, um, Belitza be getting hot. Uh, there's just so many different weapons that the Warriors have. So I believe the Warriors will win the Western Conference Finals. We are going to take a short break. We'll be back and we will talk about the WNBA. We are BG. Bring her home. Now. ASAP. Like yesterday. Like February. As of May 16th, the WNBA power rankings are Mystic, Aces, Dream, Sky, Phoenix, Wings, Sun, Sparks, Storm, Fever, Liberty, Lynx. Let's talk about how the uh, Aces are the number one in offense right now. Um, does Connecticut Sun are the number one defensive team. We have um, Ryan Howard, who is leading the WNBA, excuse me, in scoring with 20.5 points a game. Um, for three points made, we have Ryan Howard, Diana Tarasi, and Enrique. Sorry, I can't say your last name. I definitely don't want to screw that up. We have four rebounds, and we have Dierica Hamby, Asia Wilson, Sylvia Fowles, and Melissa Smith. I can't wait till she gets back. This is the third game that she is not playing um, with the Indiana, Indiana Fever right now. She definitely um, brings a lot of element to um, that squad, her game, especially her rebound, offensive rebound, and the ability to score. Speaking of scoring, Right now, the leading scorers in the WNBA is Ryan Howard, Kelsey, Miss Kelsey Mitchell, excuse me, and Enrique. Let's just talk about Ryan Howard, though. I've mentioned her in scoring. I've mentioned her in three-point shots. And her team um, is number three in power rankings as of May 16th. Shout out to all the rookies, though, Kellen. But... Austin and um, Ryan, the amount of game that each of you bring to your squad to make your squad a dynamic team is absolutely amazing. If I never watched basketball and I came in and I happened to turn on either a mystic game or a dream game i would not know either of them two are rookies unless the commentators said something these rookies are coming in year by year with more game yes it's a little more yes it's physical from college but the way they are adjusting handling the physicality the athleticism from these women 
is just dope. But I like spicy players. I don't know about you guys, but I like spicy. And when I mean spicy, I'm talking about the way Alyssa Thomas plays from the Connecticut Sun. After every stale basket and one, whatever, she is showing nothing but emotion, talking crazy. Well, I don't really know. I can't hear her, but from what it looks like, she says, I hear her yelling and one for sure. Um, I love the way she's coaching to the other players on a play that was missed or on an offensive rebound that wasn't made or just the possession just didn't go the way that they want it to go. She's definitely the engine for sure. And last season, she didn't. I didn't get to witness her play because she came back in the playoffs. But this season, I never understood what they meant when they said she is the engine. When she is on the floor, that team goes. Like, even like, even when she's not playing, of course, they still go. They were the number one team in the WNBA last season. But with her on the court with the rest, JJ, Brianna, JT, Dewana Bana, Heidemann, the whole entire squad, Carrington, everyone, that they're fierce, they're a problem, and their defense is ridiculous. Um, I want to share my experience. I did attend the Connecticut versus Fever game that was on Saturday, I mean, Friday, sorry, and I got to meet Henny, I got to meet Lexi, I got to meet, um, who else did I meet? I think it was them three, and I was amped. Like, to have all my favorite rooks on one squad was dope. I appreciate you ladies for always allowing us to be fans, taking pictures with us, being humble, um, and keep killing. I'll see you at the next game. Got to get back to the games. C's out.